This is Vietnam's Renovation Generation. Sonic portraits of young minds reshaping the country's future. <laughs> In episode 10, we're talking to Nam Lu, nonsensical poet, collector of old objects and books. People, they often call me Lu. Lu is my old nickname. It comes from blue. It's my favorite color and also my favorite mood of the day. We talked to him about not believing in words, being the black sheep in his family, and struggling with finding meaning in life. There are some parts of this conversation which some listeners might find upsetting. How long have you been smoking the pipe? Nearly two years. We had coffee with him in the courtyard of the quaint house he lives in, which doubles as his cafe. The Tranquil. We want to create a quiet and a peaceful space for people. Tranquil Cafe has quietly established itself as exactly that space. Silence is gently enforced, and the handful of tables filling the small space with shelves full of books are always occupied by people working, reading, or just seeking refuge from Hanoi's constant buzzing. It is a place created by its owners with their own needs in mind, just as much as the customers. There is the old saying here like, the customer is God. I think it's bullshit. The customer, they are friends. And friends, you respect me, I respect you. And we are both happy. You are not, my God, I'm not your servant. Nam is certainly no servant to anyone. He has much more important things to concern himself with, like writing and figuring out just what the point of his life is. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. (laughs) While you're figuring that out, what are you doing with your days? My mind is so full of thoughts. I have to write down. Some people, they can paint, some can write music. With me, I write. He writes prose and short fiction but mostly poems. And though he spends so much time arranging words, Nam, it turns out, distrusts them. I don't really believe in, 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 in words. If I see something very beautiful or something very sad, something very delightful, I can never make you feel the same feeling. So last year, I, um, I have one of my books published. And then some people, they ask me about the the message behind my words. I don't want my work to carry some message. You don't have to understand it in one way. It's very limited and very like, narrow. I want the people to take my work as something like the tree they see on the street. They can enjoy it or they can hate it. Nam himself doesn't read much poetry, but there is one influencer who pops up a lot. Chan Chan. It is the poet's activism and ability to stay true to himself that inspires Nam, and also... The way he uses his word, his choices of word. The way he arranges the words or the, the rhythm in the poem. Nam himself certainly knows a thing about nonsensical poetry writing. Started composing poem at the age of seven. Very silly one. I have written some very long, long poem about everything around me, about my father, 
my mother, my brother, my friends, the trees, my house, my dog, my cat, the table, the chair, everything. We did ask him if he would read one of his earliest work. We moved our house several times, so I have lost all of my childhood manuscript. So now Nam's early writing endeavors and discovery of poetry only live in his memory. I remember some someone known many years ago when I, my mother she carried me on her lap and I sleep and then she always you know read poem or sing for me. But his mother was only a part-time poet. My father, my mother. My older brother, my sister-in-law, they work for the same company and the same section. I'm the black sheep of the family. They work in uh, finance and uh, managing. A rift that manifests itself in other ways as well. Wherever we talk, we often have fight. <laughs> but of course, we, we love each other. We are close. We. We never hug each other or say, I love you, I love you too. We don't have the, the habit of expressing our feeling, but yeah, of course I know that we love each other very much. It's a bond that gives Nam emotional strength when his thoughts turn gloomy. I never think that I will live long. I know it's very negative talk, but I always think that I will die before I turn 30. Why? Because I, I cannot find the meaning of, of my life. I know it's kind of negative and maybe it's not suitable for the postcard, but uh, I'm just being honest. I did try to commit suicide. You tried? Yeah. Already? Last year. What happened? I talked about my mother. So I stopped. Lòng tôi đầy những cánh tay, đầy những ngón tay, những cái nắm tay, những cái đi vai. Ngày nhặt ngày, ai xua đi nổi. Lòng tôi đầy những khói, tim chia bốn ngăn, khói đầy cả bốn, bốn gạch đầu dòng, bốn gạch loa. Lòng tôi đầy những hồng hoang, quảng trường, ai phá, mây đông. Hóa đá, cánh tay ngắn quá, khói tan rũ mềm, lòng tôi đầy mai mai divine of squares. And there are many thoughts, there are many my thoughts standing, waiting in line in these squares. And my mind also full of white clouds, also full of empty clouds. And from both sides the clouds, they floating in my sky. Days, days and days, I feel that my life so far and my mind also full of smoke. My house has four rooms and the smoke is full in the whole four rooms. And the smoke they floating, floating everywhere. Then my mind is full of wilderness and will destroy my square and who turn my clouds into stones and wipe my arm, my hands, they are too short. And while smoke, they only tearing apart, they only disappearing. Are these all of your books? No. 
that's the books that I I bought when I moved here. Oh, and you only just moved here like yeah, a year ago, no? Uh, 11 months. Wow, this is money well spent. We had come back to Sinam the day after our first interview. He invited us to his room in the house next to his cafe to read the poem you just heard. Part of his first poetry collection published last year. I collect the Soviet children books. Wow. Stacks of books, two rows deep and a dozen high occupy much of the space. We had first been aware of Nam through his photography. Three years ago, he showed a series of photographs as part of Nyasan Collective's Emerging Artist series. Close-up shots of his ex-girlfriend, zoomed in details like scars, her belly button, the space between her fingers, were printed in a landscape format on soft, silky paper and hung to create their own universe. A celebration of the small things that truly distinguish one human from another. We were strangers and we may become lovers and then we may become strangers again. And what I remember all the time, they are always the small details of that certain person. Some moments that I recall, some scar, something on her skill, or that's what I remember. Not the words, like you can say the same words to different people, but there's only one version of it and you can never forget it. Small details that trigger memory is a theme that had been running through our conversation with Nam. And we had asked him to show us one of those old objects he collects because it has a story hidden within. Something like that. So it's like a grinder, like a really intricate metal grinder, isn't it? A bell? What is this? The little bronze grinder, about seven centimeters high, is used to crush beetle nuts by old ladies who can no longer chew them. It was given to him by one of the three women who used to play cards with his mother every afternoon. They don't play anymore because all the three old ladies they own pass away now. And now whenever I, I, I come back to my, my home back then, I can always see my lonely mother sitting in the living room and no one to play cards with anymore. Whenever I I see it. I remember that lady and also I remember my mother and I also remember myself back in the years. And um, touching it and hear it sound, it make me remember how I get here. Remember my story, where I come from my family and about the meaning of being here. As a discussion about the meaning of being here would stretch the scope of any of our episodes, we decided to save that conversation and ask Nam instead how he thought his generation differs from the one of the beetle nut chewing women. The internet, it really uh, trends the whole generation. How? It gives us a more colorful like it can like, inspire our world, it can inspire our life. I think that people nowadays, we can know a lot of each other, know a lot of information, but to understand someone is another story. To know and to understand, it's very different.
This has been the Renovation Generation. Follow us on SoundCloud or subscribe to the Renovation Generation on iTunes, Stitcher or Mixcloud to never miss an episode. Cloud, 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 cloud. SoundCloud. Cloud, cloud. It is produced by Eliza Lomas and Fabiola Bukele. Our production assistants are Chang Yim and Chang Ngo. And research is done by me, Mardo. Jack Smith is our photographer. And the narration was done by myself, Bill Nguyen. An end of other things production. <laughs> For episode 11, we talked to two NGO workers, Chang and Mai, to hear their thoughts on sacrificing love for academia, how Doi Mai drastically changed their life course, and the power of friendship. Be sure to listen. This has been the renovation generation.